0: it's Nurse Mo and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. For those of you who are listening in real time, it's about mid-March, early March, and so you're about maybe halfway or getting to be about halfway through the semester. You're definitely in the thick of things now and you might be feeling a little bit of stress. So today's podcast is all about the stress of nursing school, how to handle it, and how to not let stress take over your life. And the reason that I wanted to do this topic today is because I got a notification on my Straight a Nursing Facebook page a week or two ago. And you guys, it it really just broke my heart to hear how stress was affecting the students so negatively. So I'm going to keep her um, privacy intact, but I do want to share that message with you because I guarantee you that she's not the only one feeling like this. So here's what the message reads. I'm just throwing this out there and hoping I can get some useful advice. Just a little background on myself. I am an LVN and have been working on a med search floor for four years, and I absolutely love my career choice. I love my patients, and even though I have experienced some heartbreaking days, I won't trade a day for a day of work in any other profession. I started back going for my RN last summer, and I'm in my last semester in nursing school. I'm not struggling with the material as much as I am struggling with the stress. I am feeling a tremendous amount of pressure with school, and it is starting to bleed into other aspects of my life. I pride myself on my time management skills. That's what has made it possible for me to continue to work full-time and go to school while living the single mom life. Recently, I have been sitting down during my study time and becoming so overwhelmed with the work, I end up accomplishing nothing but adding more stress. I have noticed an attitude shift in myself, and I don't even want to spend time with me anymore, not to mention the 4-ton elephant that is constantly sitting on my chest. I was listening to a podcast you did on nursing, NRSNG, and you talked about how nursing school took a toll on your health, and you took a break for a year. That would be something to look forward to down the road, but for right now, I am close to the finish, and I was hoping you had some tips and tricks to help me survive these last few days. Stress is a difficult topic to discuss. Family can empathize, but they don't truly understand. Our instructors are not concerned with our stress level. My friends are just as stressed as me and have their own life situations that are weighing on them. I know that there are thousands of students out there in their last semester clawing their way to the finish line just like me. While there is a lot of advice for the nursing students starting out, I haven't found a lot for the student in a rut. I'm struggling to find the motivation to move forward. What was it like for you? Is this something you experienced or someone you know? I would be interested in hearing a podcast on this topic. Thank you for your time. So guys, that message that I got, that that makes me sad because I remember feeling like that and watching a lot of my classmates feel like that and to feel like you don't have anyone to turn to that can empathize except for your of course your nursing school classmates but they're dealing with their own stuff too just like the writer of this note said so you can often feel very isolated very alone um very sad very depressed and overwhelmed so i did respond back to this person individually but i also wanted to honor her request to talk about stress in a more um, public space to see if there's any, any way to get out of that rut or to approach nursing school with a different attitude so that that rut doesn't ever claim your life. So the first thing I want to say is if you're having these feelings of hopelessness, feeling overwhelmed, feeling that you're not enjoying Yourself or your life anymore, I urge you to reach out for help. Most schools have mental health counseling. I would encourage you to take advantage of that. Check into your school. Hopefully, at your school, it's free and accessible. So, that would be the very first thing that I would encourage you to do if you are feeling such heaviness in your heart, like the writer of this email felt. Okay, second to that, let's talk about stress. Let's talk about what the sources of stress are in nursing school and just maybe some ideas or ways to help mitigate that. So, if you haven't started nursing school yet, don't mean to scare you, but it is stressful, especially if you're working, especially if you have kids. And I can't imagine going through nursing school with kids and a job. When I was a student, That's all I did was school and it was incredibly stressful. So take that and multiply it by a thousand and you can maybe begin to imagine the stress that people have who have multiple other life priorities. So what are some of the sources of stress in nursing school? So like the writer of this email said, it's just the work, the overwhelming workload, the constant barrage of things to do. So that's obviously one, and we can talk about that in a minute. But I would say for students who are starting out, you're going to have a lot of stress coming at you because of the unknown of nursing school. So many things about it are going to be completely foreign to you. And so maybe you're feeling some anxiety, but you're not able to articulate where it's coming from. It's possible that you're having some fear of the unknown. So maybe you don't understand exactly what your schedule is going to be like because the school hasn't shared it with you yet and you have no idea how busy you're going to be. You don't really understand what your classes are going to be like. Are there Lots of labs, Are there lots of lectures, how many clinical days, what topics are we going to talk about? That's very much the unknown. Going to clinicals, big unknown right there. What are the exams like? You know, you've heard people talk about how tricky the exams are and the licensing process. So there's a whole lot of unknowns when you're first starting out. And when you get to the point where the writer of this email is, when they're in their last semester, there's still a lot of unknowns that you're very nervous about. Taking the NCLEX, finding a job, all of those things definitely the unknown is going to be a source of stress for you. Another source of stress is simply the schedule. Nursing school is Busy, And the reason for this is when the big nursing shortage hit, whenever that was, um, schools started changing their programs from being uh, like a three semester or four semester program down to, I'm sorry, three, uh, four or five. I can't even keep my math straight. See, I'm having stress. So right now, most nursing schools are four semesters, so two years. So, a lot of schools were at the three year level, but because the states needed a lot more nurses and they needed them fast, they've accelerated their programs to get students through them faster and meet that growing, growing demand. Also, nursing schools are very expensive to do, so I'm sure that that played a part as well. Get them through as fast as possible. So, two years is kind of the norm. I've seen three years or two and a half years as well. And this I'm talking about after your prerequisites are done. Prerequisites are another two to three years. But talking about just the program itself. And then I've also seen lots of accelerated programs that are 12 or 18 months. And if you're in one of those, God help you. I don't know how you're doing it. But the schedule, even in a standard two-year, four-semester program, is absolutely intense. And as you can, if you, uh, that email that 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 gal sent me, it was the workload and the schedule and the constant, constant Mm -hmm. overload of things to do that were weighing her down. So that's another source of stress in nursing school. And then there's just the sheer volume of things you have to learn. It is mind boggling how much information you have to learn. And whenever I'm creating content for you guys for the website or the podcast, I go back and I look through the notes I took in nursing school. And I have to be honest, a whole bunch of that stuff I don't remember. You're not using it every day in whatever you know field of nursing that you're in, you're not going to remember it, right? Because you got to make room, at least my brain has to make room for the new information that I do need to know. So when I look back through the notes that I took in nursing school and the study guides that I created, I'm shocked that I ever knew that much information. It is intense. So you're going to learn so much book knowledge in nursing school that I would say by the time you graduate, your book knowledge is probably one of at one of the highest levels it's ever going to be. Now that's not the same as your practical knowledge and your clinical judgment and all of that. You're going to gain that over years of practice as a nurse. But that core book knowledge is going to be supersized and you gotta learn all of it if you're going to succeed in nursing school. So the volume of information, another Huge source of stress. Another big source of stress in nursing school is this constant juggling of multiple priorities, multiple projects. Your classes will be very busy. You will have exams almost weekly, quizzes definitely weekly or multiple times a week. At my school, the quizzes were online, but still. Another thing to do, there'd be weeks where we'd have like 10, 15 quizzes to do. It was crazy. Multiple projects, papers due, group projects, presentations, all those sorts of things. With really no regard from one class to the other, like your teachers don't talk to each other. They probably do, and maybe they they devise ways to make your life more miserable. Just kidding, maybe. But um, you will have to juggle you know, I have an exam on Friday, but oh, I also have a group presentation due on Thursday. So what do I work on my group presentation or my exam? You got to be able to find ways to prioritize your time and get your schedule fine-tuned to a point where you can get everything done without losing a ton of sleep. The thing about juggling multiple priorities and projects in school is it is really great practice for when you are a nurse in the acute care setting and you are juggling multiple patient priorities on a daily, hourly, minute-by-minute basis. So that ability to manage your time well on a global level really does come into play when you're working as a nurse and you are trying to get through 12 hours at a time. Another huge source of stress in nursing school is the fact that you are under constant and extremely critical observation and scrutiny. We're talking exams that for a lot of students are not like any other exam they've ever taken. We're talking about exams where often the multiple choice answers are all correct, but one is more correct and maybe just slightly more correct than the others. That's weird and hard for people to get used to. So, that's a huge source of stress. The c- constant quizzes, like I mentioned, Sim Lab. Oh boy, talk about stressful. I am playing around with the idea. So, I'm going back to finish my master's, which I started and then I had to take a break because that was right around the time I had to take a break from nursing for that about a year, about 11 months because I got really sick. I guess I didn't listen to myself in nursing school when I was really sick. I got sick again as a working nurse, overdoing it, et cetera, et cetera. But I started my master's. I'm going to go back to finish it. And One of the things that I might study as a graduate student is the effective use of simulation lab. Simulation lab is awesome, but the way we utilized it and the way I hear a lot of other people utilizing it is it's actually more of a scary thing than an learning opportunity that is fully welcomed and embraced. So, I'm going to look at that maybe as one of my graduate projects. But anyway, SimLab, I just wrote a post about how to survive SimLab. So, if you go to the website and you do the search bar and you type in simulation or SimLab It'll most likely come up, and it was just in the last month or so. But anyway, SimLab is one of those things where you've got this. If you aren't familiar, it's super high tech. If your school has simulation, consider yourself very lucky. Even though it is very scary and very stressful, it is awesome and has amazing potential as a learning tool. SimLab is kind of like just a fake setup of a hospital room with an actual patient who's a mannequin, a very expensive mannequin that can breathe and have bowel sounds and breath sounds and talk and have a heart rate and a blood pressure. And some of them sweat and some of them urinate. I mean, they just get deep into the sim. So what will happen in sim lab is that you will go on with your classmates, you will have a scenario, your patient will kind of crump right in front of you. And you have to work together as a team to prioritize and do appropriate nursing interventions to help your patient. So sim lab, Probably one of the things I dreaded the most about nursing school. Clinical, the next thing I dreaded the most, clinical scared the pants off of me. And if you come from a non nursing background and you didn't work as a CNA or an LVM, then clinical is probably going to be pretty stressful for you. So just knowing that that's going to be another big source of stress can help you manage it. And then the other area of scrutiny are lab checkoffs, skills checkoffs. So things like inserting a Foley catheter, you will have to be checked off on before you can do it on an actual patient in the hospital. So you'll have multiple skills checkoffs in nursing school. And again, more scrutiny, more stress. And then I'm not going to say this is the last source of stress, but it's another big one is the reading. There's a ton of reading if you are starting nursing school and you've already bought your textbooks or you're just uh thinking about starting nursing school, well, let me tell you. There's some big old books and for some reason your professors anticipate you reading them. Well, not really that feasible because you would just do nothing but read. So, um another source of stress is just feeling like you're falling behind on your reading that you have so much reading to do. So let's talk about maybe ways to mitigate some of the stress of nursing school. Now that we know kind of where the stress is going to be coming from, we can talk about that. But you know what? I do want to add one more. The stress of not seeing your family and friends and having no social life. I should have put that as number one. Because if you let it happen, and it's super easy to let this happen. You could go months without seeing your friends. I went three months without going to the grocery store. you guys that's bizarre, so um knowing how to manage your time well, which we'll talk about a little bit uh, in a minute, can help you make the time so that you do see your family and friends, but just know that that loneliness and that isolation is a huge source of stress as well. Okay, so how can we manage our stress, maybe treat it proactively so that we don't get to that really sad place of despair that that student who wrote me is at right now? So first of all, the stress of the unknown, which I mentioned before, you know, reading blogs, following other nursing student blogs, things like that, where you can kind of get an idea what nursing school is like, super helpful. So one of the things I did when I was a student was I had, this was like not even, well, I guess it was a blog. It was on Blogger. Do you guys remember Blogger or Blogspot? It was one of those. I can't remember, but I wrote about nursing school. And that's, I'm not going to say that's how straight A nursing student was born because it, straight A nursing is so much more than just, here's my experience. It's a, you know, a mentoring and a tutorial website, but I did start my blogging, you know, foray with that. And so what I have done is I took those, because I don't have that little blogger site anymore. Hope hope I don't. Um, Is I took those and I published them on Straight A Nursing as throwback Thursday posts. So if you guys wanted to, and you want to just get a feel for what it's like being in the moment in nursing school and what it's like, if you go to the Straight A Nursing website and you go to the search bar, which right now Is on the right hand panel on the bottom, type in Thursday or throwback, and the search search should come up that these posts show up. And you can follow along and see what nursing school was like for me, and how my schedule was so weird and how I had managed it and adjusted to that. And then you can look for other nursing students who are maybe right now going through school and follow along and see how they are doing. And then some of that unknown, you can kind of chip away at that and put that aside and be like, okay, kind of know what to expect. I won't really know until I get there, but I kind of know what to expect. I'm going to table that stress for now and I'm going to move on to something else. So the next thing we talked about being really stressful is the schedule. So the schedule is insane, you guys. So the best advice I have for this, of course, I'm going to do some shameless self-promotion here is to use a paper planner. And I'm sorry I don't have a guy version right now. My versions are all very girly and feminine. When I come up for air, if I ever do, after I get this big project I'm working on done, I am gonna make one that's not so girly because I realize not all women like real girly things either. That's just what I like. So that's what I put out there. But I am going to make kind of a generic version as well. And what it is, is it's a paper planner that is absolutely amazing for keeping track of your nursing school schedule. So if you're interested in that, you can go to my site and look for it. It's right there at the top. There's a header, I believe, that says Nursing Student Planner or something like that. Even if you don't use my planner, find one that works. I suggest a big 8.5 by 11 size. I used the uncalendar when I was in nursing school because I didn't develop my planner until later. Find what works for you. Write down your schedule. Plan it out. So at the beginning of the week, Sunday nights, before you dive into your week, I always would plan like a Sunday night ritual. And this kind of took care of two things on my stress list. One was it was my kind of like my me time, my self-pampering time, and then it also set me up for the coming week. So what my Sunday night ritual looked like was long soak in the tub with a book, preferably something non-nursing school related, but sometimes I couldn't help myself, but preferably with something really, you know, mind numbing, like not even scholarly, you know, like a thriller or something, you know junk food for your brain. Your brain needs junk food once in a while. So that would take a long soak in the tub, read something worthless but entertaining, um, do my, you know, my deep condition my hair or do a facial mask or whatever. Just have that quiet time with the glass of wine in the tub, with the book, with no distractions. And then I would sit down at my desk and look at the coming week. And I'd get out my planner and I would start blocking out. What do I need to get done this week? What are the to-dos? What has to happen? And kind of block out a rough idea when I was going to get these things done. And when I say block it out, you guys, I'm not talking about just making a list. I'm talking about, oh, I know I have a test on Thursday in pediatrics. So I'm going to study for that exam for 90 minutes every day and I'd block out the time. If you block out the time, all the things you need to do, you get a really quick look at what your week looks like. And you know immediately what has to give in order for you to do the other things. And that's where we talk about juggling these multiple priorities and projects. So these two kind of go hand in hand, this proper scheduling is going to enable you to do that. So if I put 90 minutes a day towards my pediatric exam, and I knew I had a quiz for pharmacology or whatever, I'd block out that time. Okay, quizzes typically take me an hour. I'm going to put this down for an hour at this date, at this time. And you guys, I stuck to it. That schedule was my Bible for nursing school. I followed it to a T. And sometimes, check it out, you'll finish something before you anticipated, right? So now what do you have? Unexpected free time. Do you know how good that feels to have unexpected free time and know that Hey, I've got my day scheduled out, so I've got an extra 45 minutes. I'm going to go do something fun for 45 minutes and not stress about the next thing. Because you know what? All you got to do is look at your calendar. Bam. There's the next thing. Do it. Move on. Don't waste brain power in the moment trying to figure out what to do next. By planning it out ahead of time, you already know what to do. So every Sunday night, making that schedule. And then every night before bed, looking at the next day and planning it out to even a greater degree or just reviewing what needs to be done. So that's kind of how I dealt with the schedule and managing those multiple priorities and projects. As for the volume of information being a huge source of stress, to that, I just have to say, Well, you're not going to decrease how much you need to learn. But if you are studying effectively and you know the best ways that you learn, it's going to make things a lot more manageable. And one of the things that I did that absolutely changed my life for the better in nursing school was changing the way that I studied. So when I first started, I was glued to my desk, reading, writing my notes out. I felt trapped at my desk. So I started recording myself, reading through my notes, quizzing myself on topics. And then I would take that audio recording, and suddenly I was free. I could get up from my desk and it something as simple. As folding the laundry while studying made me so much more productive. I can't even tell you, I could go for a walk. I could go to the grocery store. I could do all these things. And I think that first trip I took to the grocery store after not being at the grocery store for months was because, you know, on the drive over, I could listen to my notes. So I snuck in all this extra studying, but not sitting at my desk. So I was able to do other things. And also, I realized that I can learn really well by listening. So knowing which way you learn, I think that we're all able to learn in a variety of ways. Like how many people are strictly auditory learners? I just find that hard to believe. Maybe it's out there. But if you read my book, Nursing School Thrive Guide, you'll see that I advocate for using multiple learning styles. And I'm telling you, the audio recording trick If I had to tell someone one thing to do, besides having an awesome planner and scheduling things out, would be to do that. The other source of stress, the constant scrutiny that we talked about, that's just something that you're going to have to get used to because it's not going to go away. One of the things that is most helpful to me was I did two things, so two things. So one of the things that scared the Dickens out of me were my skills checkoffs, especially the first few, right? So what I did, and this sounds so nerdy and maybe it's overkill, but I met with my friend Tyrone the morning of our TPR skills checkoff. Very first skills checkoff, you guys, and it was temperature, pulse, respirations. Like, how hard is that, right? You would have thought I was being asked to sit for my uh, my PhD or something. Temperature pulse respirations, but we were being checked on so many things, you know, and we had to be exact and we had to be perfect. So I was really nervous. And mostly what I was nervous about wasn't, can I take a temperature? Because obviously I can take a temperature. We can all do that. We don't need to go to nursing school to learn how to take a temperature. But it was just the scrutiny of it, right? I had the scariest clinical professor in the world. If you've read some of my website, you might already know that. I talk about her with great affection. She was an absolutely wonderful clinical instructor, but totally scary, guys. So um, what I did was I met with my friend Tyrone the morning of the checkoff, and we practiced. And we didn't just practice taking temperature, pulse, and respirations. We practiced... The check off we like role played the check off from the point of introducing ourselves, performing hand hygiene, doing all of those things because they were part of our checkoff criteria. I even wrote out a script that I rehearsed and practiced ahead of time, so I think I did that maybe for the first couple few checkoffs, and then, as I got used to the scrutiny, I didn't have to do that so much. But in the beginning, it was super helpful and my stress level went way down. So that was how I handled skills checkoffs. And then with exams, the other big, scary thing that added a lot of stress to my life was I noticed right away that everybody, most everybody before the exam would be together, huddled in little groups outside the exam room quizzing each other, looking at their flashcards, going over things. And you could feel the stress just in that environment, amping and amping and amping up. And so before exams, I started avoiding the pre-exam freak out, as I called it. And I had a few tools at the ready. I actually had a rule that I would not study for an exam the day of the exam. I would stop studying the night before trust that it was soaked all through my brain, let myself have a good rest. And then when I could, would go to the exam the next day in a relaxed state, I felt like being in that relaxed state enabled me to use that information, like find it wherever it is buried in the sulci of my brain, right? So I would avoid the pre-test freak out. I would go somewhere quiet. And mostly, I think I listen listen to music. Like um, Yo-Yo Ma is a great one that I really liked. Just that peaceful uh, string music. Maybe for you, it's something else. Maybe you like to look at pictures of dogs or whatever. But try to develop a, an exam day ritual that calms you, that doesn't amp up your stress. And then after the exam, rather than hang around with everybody and say, "Would you put for this one? Would you put for that one?" which is just going to make you stress again, I would just leave and go do something else. So that's how I helped keep the stress from getting out of control with that constant level of scrutiny. SimLab, whole other thing. You have to read my blog post on Sim because um, there's lots of good tips on there on how to survive SimLab. But when I was a student at the time, SimLab really stressed me out. So if I come up with better alternatives or methodology for that. As I continue through my graduate school education, I will let you guys know. And then another source of stress that we touched on was the amount of reading. So early on, I stopped doing the reading. I'm not going to lie. Not that I didn't do any pre-reading, but I certainly did not read entire chapters. There was one class that was very based off the book, my mental health nursing class, and I quickly figure that out, so that one I did read, but I'll tell you how, as a class, we um managed some of the reading, so that was that class and then my nursing theory class that really, really hit on the reading. but most of the others it was very lecture based, so what I would do is before the lecture provided I had time, and I usually did, because again, I planned things out very well, was I would just glance at the chapters coming up. Okay, so glance at the chapters, read the headers. You know, you guys learned about skimming, right? When you were probably in high school. So skimming the chapters, that means reading the headings, looking at the pictures. Okay, the the publisher of the book put pictures in for a reason, because they are worth a million words. Look at the pictures, read the captions, look at any diagrams, call out boxes. Those things are there because they're super important. So look at those and get a feel for what the chapter is about. That's it. That's all I did. So and then afterwards, I used my book more as a supplement to the lecture. So as you might know from reading my book or reading some of the stuff I put on the website is after my lecture, I would go back and rewrite my notes, which I highly advocate doing. And in that process, if I had any holes of information, I'd go back through my book and then fill in those holes. If it was still fuzzy for me, I'd go to the internet, look for other sources of information. Something super helpful to do is get different sources of information, especially for topics that are complicated. If you're not getting it based on the way your instructor and your book outlined it, well, maybe somebody else explains it in a way that is more accessible to you. So I would do that as well. And then for theory of nursing and mental health nursing, my classmates and I quickly realized, oh, shoot, we do have to read these books. So we put together teams of like five or six people or so, and we took turns. And one week it would be, person A's turn to read the chapter in detail and then create an outline of it with the bullet points. And you guys, that was awesome. So we would do that. We would take turns. And I had eventually, you know, essentially by the time I got through that class, the cliff notes version of that entire book, but it was so much easier to just read the highlights off of somebody else's notes than to go through and read the whole thing. Cause you don't have time for that. So if you only had to read one chapter for that whole semester or that whole um, section for that exam, you were saving a ton of time. So maybe look into doing that with some of the classmates that you trust will do a good job. So let's just talk about some general advice for stress in nursing school and dealing with it. So my very first bit of advice would be do not fall behind, guys. If you fall behind, not only are you going to have the stress of just doing your day-to-day work, you have the stress of catching up. I saw this time and time again, and it was devastating for people. So your school might do things the same way my school did, where they did some front-loading, right? So front-loading means that a lot of information is thrown at you at the front of the course. And the reason for that is because they have a lot of stuff that you need to know before you can go to clinical so you don't hurt anybody, so that you get the most out of that experience. So front-loading didn't start with the first day of class. No, front-loading started before class started. So I remember when I was first semester, and i'm getting emails from the school and there's quizzes and there's assignments and there's modules to do and they want them done before school starts and some people were like, "psh, forget that. I'm not starting school yet. I'm not doing the homework yet." Guess what? Those people were behind from day 1 and they never really ever caught up. So if your school is kind enough to give you a heads up about what would be helpful to have done before classes start, by all means do it. Don't fall behind, okay? Another thing about falling behind is if your skills checkoffs come with multiple attempts and most do, I I don't want to say you have to pass the first time or you're not going to succeed as a nursing student, but I want you to aim to pass each skills checkoff the first time. That means studying your tail off for that checkoff because when you're done, you're done, you can move on. If you have to come back in a few days and redo it, guess what? You're not done, and now you've got another thing on your plate. The students that had to retake skills checkoffs or retake dosage calc exams were behind and had more stress. I talked about scheduling out your time. You know, before the semester starts, get an idea of what your whole semester looks like. And if you read my book, book. I believe I go into that in more detail and it will also be a part of my online course that I'm developing is how to get organized and plan your schedule for the whole semester and then every Sunday night or whatever night is the start of your week, plan your week. Every night before the next day, plan your next day, okay? You also need to make time for self-care. That comes in with Planning and scheduling and juggling your priorities. I want you to schedule in time for self care, whether it's that Sunday night bubble bath like I did, whether it's a run with your classmates or your dog or your husband or your friend or your girlfriend or your wife or your kids or whoever. Try to have some self care, and that includes interacting with people who are not in the nursing program, okay? And that includes people. who do not want to talk about cardiac physiology. That includes people who want to laugh and have fun. Okay, so be with those people. Doesn't have to be a ton of time, but if it's once a week for 30 minutes, schedule it and make it happen. It will make a huge difference. You also have to take care of yourself. A depleted body is going to be a stressed body. So I talk a lot about staying healthy in nursing school. I did a blog post on this recently. My very first tip for staying healthy in nursing school is to hydrate. So super simple, right? If you're dehydrated, you are tired, you are groggy. If the first thing you reach for is coffee, when you're tired and groggy, you're not doing yourself any favors. When you're tired and groggy, reach for water, hydrate then you can have your coffee. Okay, so I want you to take care of your health. If you're interested in my other tips for this, go to the website, check out the blog post titled Staying Healthy in Nursing School. And then the other thing I advise doing is automating your life as much as possible. Things that you shop for frequently, can you go on to a place like Amazon or Thrive Market and get automated shipments sent to you? Anything you can do to automate your life, highly recommended. And then let's just talk about stress relief in general. Probably the main thing I would recommend for relieving stress, and I know you've heard this before and I'm not telling you anything you don't know or that's super groundbreaking, exercise. You don't have to be training for the Olympics while you're in nursing school, but if you can do something simple, even just going for a walk, if you do the audio tip, like I talked about earlier, you're still studying, guys. You can listen to my podcast or any of the other podcasts about nursing. Another one that I really liked when I was um, in second semester and beyond after I'd been through advanced med surge is called ICU Rounds. It's a trauma doctor, I believe, and I want to say Texas, but I can't remember, Dr. Jeffrey Guy. And he's amazing. And I probably didn't understand everything he said, but I understood enough of it that it resonated with what I was learning or had learned in Advanced Med Surge. And there's so many topics and his podcast is fantastic. So listen to podcasts and go for that walk. Go for that run. Do something physical with your body, yoga, Pilates, whatever it is that you like to do please make time for it. And if you've never exercised before in your life, then walking is fabulous, especially if you're outside breathing the fresh air. Make this a priority and your life will improve dramatically. Laughter, another great thing to do. Like I said, if you've got a person in your life who's not a nursing student, I want you to see that person on a regular basis and talk with them and laugh with them, okay? Or do silly fun things together. Watch comedy movies, anything. Do something that makes you laugh. Playing with kids, playing with your puppy, whatever. And then mindful relaxation would be my final little stress-busting tip. Like I said before, before the exams, I would listen to Yo-Yo Ma, the musician. And that was my way of doing mindful relaxation. Maybe look into one of the many meditation apps that are out there where you gain the ability to sit in quiet, mindful peace for a few minutes every day. Anything like that. Prayer for some people is a great way to have that mindful relaxation. Yoga, anything. Just find some time in the day. Where you aren't thinking about nursing, and your mind will appreciate the little break. So, those are my tips right there for stress and trying to overcome the stress, deal with the stress, and stave off the stress. And again, to that student who sent me that heartbreaking message, feeling so overwhelmed, I hope that this helped I do encourage you to reach out and I am going to reach out to you again individually and to all of you just know that it's temporary if you're in the middle of it it gets better because it gets over and then you can move on to all different kinds of stress that you will have as an actual working nurse but we're gonna worry about that later. Right now, we're just getting through school with your health and your sanity and yourself and your joy intact. So I hope that helped. I want you guys to have a wonderful day. And I believe our next topic is going to be more academic. We'll be talking about shock states. So if you are in advanced med surge, this is a topic that was kind of difficult for some Super fascinating though. So we'll be talking about shock states in the next episode of the Straight A Nursing Podcast. So we'll see you back. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by StraightA Copyright Mo Media.